0: How are you? How was August? Looking back on the month, how was it? Were you able to surrender? Were you able to let go? Did a lot of things happen when you tried to surrender? The energy impressions for August were quite helpful for me and hearing from some of you as well. That the choice that would come, or the choices that would come to kind of hold on to something, defend, fight for, the kind of more challenging thing to do was to surrender, to let go, to release the attachment to the outcome. And yeah, that's hard. Especially when we're moving into September, when traditionally that is a time where things kind of rev up. If you have children, school is happening. If you're going to school, the new year. And it also creates kind of that physical memory, that muscle memory of us being in school for so long and having that new beginning every year. September tends to give that fresh start. And when that fresh start comes, it can feel like a rush and a push and a, okay, well, what are we going to do? What's going to happen? I only have four months of the year left. Let's get things going. So I did feel that a little bit stronger through August. Even though it was for some very good things. But knowing and remembering how important it is to surrender, to really let go, release our grip, I found it quite helpful. But doesn't mean it was easy. Hearing from some of you and from my own experience as well, August was not the easiest month. It wasn't the smooth sailing that maybe we wanted or that i wanted that i wanted (laughs) i had my birthday i had my birthday in august and i still am kind of feeling i'm feeling it out having my birthday in august turning 40 it was pretty wild because do you know what i really didn't know what to expect and I knew that I didn't want a big party or a huge celebration. i had always kind of felt like 44. That's when I want to have kind of a big party. Who knows when we get there, but that's kind of the, the milestone in my mind. But the 40, for me, and maybe some of you are going to have kind of a milestone birthday yourselves. And even any milestone in our lives. Because of media and just the things that were shown in society, there can be so many expectations attached, hooked, melted into that experience. So speaking of surrender, that's what I really had to do for my birthday. Every time I had a pang of well, shouldn't there be something more? Shouldn't I be doing something else? Shouldn't I have already done A, B, C, D, E? I really had to come back to myself, feel my body, feel my heart, and surrender, you know, release any attachments I had to, whatever it means to turn another year older. Because it's inevitable. It happens regardless of what we're doing or where we're going or what we have done. So the goal for my birthday that I tried my best to do was to be really present, to be so aware of where I was, of all that I had done in my lifetime, but also all the lives I've lived, only 40, but also, wow, 40. And maybe this will help you a little bit to really think about how many lives have you lived? For me, I thought about, wow, I went through, you know, a really hard time in my school years. I was dealing with undiagnosed, incredibly horrible anxiety and depression and basically like existential angst. That manifested as some real not enjoying life. And then I found enjoyment with my friends and going to see shows and being around artists and musicians and all the kind of things that come with that. So, not having the healthiest lifestyle, but kind of living for the night. And then I fell in love and moved to a brand new city and I got married, and then I changed my career, and then I was living for my ex-husband, and I was kind of living a suburban lifestyle in my late 20s, and then I got divorced. Not my choice, but thank God it happened, and then I had to restart my life again, but then I had to really meet my heart for the first time. It had been so hardened. So I was broken open and starting from scratch again. What do I want in my life? And then I started tapping into my creativity again. And I started writing and started taking pictures again. Still incredibly frustrated and unsatisfied in my career. So I was moving to a lot of different roles but at the same time doing a lot of inner work through therapy and energy healing and all of the different ways. And then I met the love of my life. And then we started our life together. And then I was emboldened more because I was so supported and allowing myself to be loved that I was able to trust myself in new ways. And then I was able to figure out how I wanted to express my purpose instead of crying over not having a purpose or not fulfilling my potential. It began to be, well, what do I want to do? What do I want my life to look like? And then the fear and doubt enveloped me and I was at a standstill for a few years, not knowing what to do or where to go. And then my body made the decision for me. The anxiety that I always thought had hindered me actually came to my rescue in a way. And then I was able to begin to build the life in the whole way, integrated, not compartmentalized. The way that I want my life to go, I was able to start building that. So that's one thing that my birthday really helped me reflect on, was how many lives. because. Even our cells in our body, they regenerate every seven years. So we're not even the same person physically, cellularly than we were seven years ago. But of course, we're not just our physical body. So all of our experience is wrapped up in us. And sometimes it can feel like a weight that's holding us back. And sometimes it can feel like a oh, well of every tool we would ever need to get whatever we want. And then sometimes it's in between. So, having said all of that, I'm doing okay with turning 40. <laughs> I'm pretty happy about it, actually, because from looking back, realizing all the lives I've lived, realizing how much fun I've had within all of the heartbreak and betrayal and sorrow. There's been so much love and so much joy, because there always is. There's both. And for me personally, and I feel like for some of you as well, my life just keeps getting better the older I get. Sure, there's, you know, a few steps back, a few steps forward, in between, but it does keep getting better. And if I look at my life as evidence, then I'm so excited to see what comes in this Second half of my life, if I'm lucky. So let's talk about the energy impressions for September 2022. September. Wow. We're here. We're in September. Just like our birthdays, if we're lucky enough, it will eventually come. (laughs) So September is here, whether you believe it or not. And I am welcoming it with bells on. So I was excited to feel into and connect to what the energy of September could offer us, what we can look at, what we can utilize. And when I did, the song Smile came to me and it still is running through my mind as I'm speaking right now. And if you've ever heard that song, it's quite full of melancholy. But when I felt into that song, and why it was playing for September, we'll say, I realized that, oh, this feels, this feels right. This is the the duality that September will bring to us. The melancholy and the optimism that we can create space or have the opportunity to create space, to smile truly, But to also, as we're smiling, recognize the feelings of sadness and heartache and fear and sorrow that may be there as well, that we're able to kind of hold both in a new way, in a grounded way, when we smile, when we truly smile. When we actively and consciously put a smile on our face, that's a really beautiful way to come back to our body, to move out of our head and bring our energy down, at least to the mouth. Because when we smile, it's not just our head that is moving. It's not just the muscles in our head. Our body recognizes that. It's an action. Actively smiling when it's not all happy and joy. That smile is almost like a hello to ourselves. Like an I'm still here. That all the feelings we're feeling are part of our experience. They're part of us. That if we feel fear and doubt and melancholy or grief or anger, that we don't just give it away or Shake it away, or try to transform it or transmute it, that we just allow it, and even putting a smile on our face to recognize that, yeah, guess what? We're alive to be able to feel that's a that's a gift, and if that annoys you, that's good. It should annoy us because it is annoying, that all of these tough emotions that they are kind of a gift. They are even, and especially when we don't want them to be, that's what I've found the energetics of them, 100%. And then when we smile in the face of the harder time to almost add a balance or a way to witness it, it's that feeling of crying. And then after you've had that really good cry, you kind of smile to yourself like, That was kind of, or, oh, I'm glad that's over. (laughs) I'm glad I let that all out. (laughs) Smiling at ourselves. It's a way, it's a way to remember not to take life so seriously. The duality that September kind of brings to us of living from our hearts means that we can hold both joy and tragedy You know, love and disgust, elation and gutted grief. For September, it really almost feels like that song, Smile, was coming and running through my mind because it's reminding us that we're alive. And what is more grounding? What helps us be here now more than ever than remembering that our heart is beating? And we're breathing without even realizing it. And that we're alive. We are still here. And that's the way I feel about all of the breadth of emotions that we have. It's showing us that we're alive. It's reminding us of the life we're living every moment. And that's why it's a gift. Not in the way of, well, I'm so glad I'm feeling so horrible because then I will be able to move this into something else that is good for me and others. But to really just say, oh, yeah, that's right. I am a human being. And isn't that kind of remarkable? So for September, having the opportunity to live in all of our life, to smile and feel emotions that may not necessarily automatically make you smile, that helps us embody ourselves, to be an active participant in our lives. And when we are able to do that, then we can create space. And that was the other really beautiful impression that I received was this recognition of our experience and kind of honoring the beauty and the sorrow is also asking for us, to honor what we are being called to create. What is your creativity asking of you? What have you been pondering or what has been moving around in your mind, in your body, in your heart for maybe a really long time now that hasn't come to fruition yet, that you haven't realized yet? What is that thing? Because this month is the month for you to begin. A fresh start for your personal, unique, beautiful point of view. The beauty that you create that can only come when you have felt it all. And when I look up the word create, because you know I love looking up the root, and when create space and creativity and create really felt, strong for September, I was like, okay, let's look up the root again. I'm sure I have before, but let's look it up again. And the main etymology of it is to bring into being. But the earliest root of the word create, the Proto-Indo-European root, the meaning is actually to grow. And when I read that, I thought of even in the smallest moments, our smile can grow on our face, and that sometimes it's not the easiest to grow that smile. And it made me think of, oh, when a smile is growing on our face from the heartache, isn't that the definition of growth? Like the lily pads in the mud. That beautiful flower only breaches the surface after spending a lot of time in the darkness and in the mud being nourished through the stages that are not the easiest, but then the flower comes and blooms on the surface. So what for September, what can you finally allow to grow? What have you let go of attachment from, surrendered to enough that you've created the space To allow something in your heart to grow, regardless of judgment from other people, maybe misunderstanding, and maybe pure criticism. Because we can't control how people receive what we create. We're not meant to. And I feel that quite strongly, energetically, that we are really not meant to control the outcome of how other people receive what we do even though it feels like we kind of can. The moment we flip our energy to how it's going to be received, the growth kind of stops, doesn't it? And then maybe the growth becomes a little bit reversed. And then we start growing our fear of judgment. We start growing the cage around our heart and around the things we want to create because it's just not worth it to us to have other people respond to it in ways that might hurt us. I know that. I spent so many years of my life hiding everything I made because I just was not in the mood. But now I know it doesn't depend on my mood. It depends on my commitment to be as authentic as possible to what I want to make. And that's why my work is so exciting to me. Whether I'm supporting through my intuitive energy healing practice, through my workshops, through this podcast, through my writing, through my photography, through it all, there is no limit. The only limit is when you stop paying attention to yourself, when you stop smiling, when you stop taking a moment to say, Whoa, maybe everything hasn't worked out, but wow, I've been through a lot. Just like everyone else in the world. And wow, I have so much to offer. And when you feel like creating something, it's not just for you. I really feel, and I've experienced, when you have an inspiration to create something, it's because there is something, someone, who needs it. And you may never know the impact that it creates on somebody else. But committing to actually Growing this creative idea that impacts your spirit and your heart in such a beautiful way that it actually creates more inspiration and more creative juice. It's like, it's kind of shocking, actually. It's shocking to me all the time. So for September, what are you creating? What are you finally going to do? that you know you want to do that you know you want to grow not because you're ready not because it's finally ready not because it's time but because you want to because you feel it and because you've felt it for a long time so why not do it this month and when you're feeling fear or doubt around it maybe you'll remember my voice saying okay but what about like just a little smile What happens to your body when you smile, when you're feeling not the best? Because it's kind of great. It brings you back to the moment. And because you're focusing on creating the thing that you want to create, growing the thing or the things, smiling, remembering your physical body, embodying your feelings and the opposite of those feelings... Then the last thing that I felt for September comes nourishment, nourishing your body and your mind and your spirit and your emotional landscape, nourishing, making sure you're taking care of yourself, making sure that if you are feeling incredibly anxious, you're going to stop at least for a moment and pay attention to it. And then maybe you'll smile to yourself in gratitude for actually making time for yourself in that moment instead of just speeding by. And if you haven't done my Meet Your Wise Heart Meditation, this month is the month to do it. That is where you will remember what you were meant to create. And if you're up for it, you could do it three days in a row, and see what comes. See what happens when you connect to yourself that deeply in a committed, consistent way for three days in a row. Talk about a solid foundation of being able to grow and create and make so much space for all that you have to offer. Because like I say many times over and over again, and I will never tire of saying it, the world needs what you want to give so much. We help each other so deeply when we actually commit to creating the things that we're inspired to create. That's art. That's the spirit of art anyway, that I feel. Because when we share what we have grown, it creates growth for others. And then maybe we can bring into being the highest good of all by moving into the highest good of what we need to do. Then maybe we are bringing into being, creating the highest good of all, fulfilling the destiny of the world. Why not have that as an intention? So, yes, I hope that for September, you are smiling. Even though you may be feeling heartache and sorrow, that you are honoring and accepting the duality of your experience, recognizing your presence and your life, and then connecting to your heart and yourself and your creative spirit, and really committing to creating, growing what you know you already want, that's already asking you to create, but you just haven't really done it yet. That's what this month, you can do it. I know you can, and I'm going to too. This is all, this is for everybody. This is for all of us. And then remembering, while honoring all of that creative energy and growth and duality in our emotions, that we're also taking care and nurturing ourselves to give ourselves what we need and to make sure that we're acknowledging how we're feeling. Because that wisdom that we hold in our body, that is the solid foundation of our lives. It's something that we can always go back to. When we listen to the wisdom of our bodies, that builds trust. And the more we listen, the more trust we build, and the stronger that trust becomes. And then the blocks and the hurdles and the limiting beliefs, however you want to say, the things that stop us from being ourselves and doing the things we want to do, those are much easier to move through and over and around. But then also smiling through it, because why not? So for September, I really hope that you smile and laugh at yourself smiling and create that space to create and grow the thing that you know is already asking to be grown, to take care of your heart and your mind and your body as best as you can so that you can show up for everyone that needs you, but specifically so that you can show up for yourself and that you are really, the overarching theme of it is just being here, that you are in and of the world. So honoring our creative spirit and creating is the most natural thing in the world and it only strengthens our connection to our intuition. It only deepens our connection to our intuition. And it makes it almost a default that you realize that you are intuitively led without even needing to create that intention because it is the most natural thing we can do. So, September, naturally, we will create, we will smile, we will grow, we will take care of our bodies and nourish ourselves and really remember why we're here, why we're alive at all. And I can't wait to see what you create. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Intuitive Seek. Please reach out to me with any questions, or if you wanted to share anything that may have come up for you during this episode, you can follow me or message me on my Instagram at TreenLight, T-R-E-E-N-L-I-G-H-T, or you can check out my website, TreenLight.com. T-R-E-E-N-L-I-G-H-T. I will have all the links in the show notes for you to easily find everything where you can learn about all the ways that I can support you. So thank you so much for all of your support. Be kind to yourself and I'll talk to you soon.